Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking about the U.S. Nanny Association. And to do that, I have brought on Elizabeth Malson. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. How are you, Martha? I'm doing so well. How are you? It is so great to be here today. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes. I'm so excited that we could connect and uh, talk about this wonderful resource for nannies. This is kind of like right in the wheelhouse of um, what my show is about. So um, I'm I'm so excited to have you here. Before we get started talking about um, specifically the U.S. Nanny Association, let's hear a little bit about your background. Yes, absolutely. So in the nanny world, in our beautiful community, I am nanny mom boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had the privilege to have three or four great live-in and live-out nannies who have helped me raise my son because I was a executive working mom who was also a single mom. And so I needed all that help with newborn care, getting toddlers. Um, and I used to travel for work. So I had a live-in who would help me at that. Uh, I had great experiences, but like many in our nanny community, I had some tough experiences. And so about three and a half years ago, I had the opportunity to leave the corporate world and give back to a community. And I chose to do that in a way by founding Amsley Institute. Mm -hmm. And in that venture, I brought 30 faculty experts together and we created the very first online college program designed for nannies that you can finish in 50 hours and gives you the tools to really elevate your career. So that brought me into the community of nannies where I met other, you know, mom bosses. I met tons of nannies. I met nanny leaders, industry leaders, nanny agency owners. And I really had the wonderful opportunity to present at two of our big industry conferences and meet even more people. And the people I met became the foundation of the U.S. Nanny Association. Oh, I love it. And if you are listening and you're like, oh, but I would love to know more about the Amsley Institute. There is an episode (laughs) also featuring um, Elizabeth on that. So if you are listening and you are curious to know more about that, go back into the archive and there is um, a whole episode about it. 
because it's it's well worth uh, learning about if you don't already know. So I just wanted to throw that out there that there that we we have talked about that resource and it it is there for you because it is a wonderful resource. Um, but today we're talking about the U.S. Sandy Association, um, which I am I'm just so pleased uh, to be a part of and to. Uh, tell other nannies about. So let's get started first off with just generally what what does the U.S. Nanny Association um, provide? What kind of resources do you all have? Absolutely. And before I dive into resources, I want to kind of expand a little bit on the community that is the U.S. Nanny Association because in addition to our resources, the community and the people are our foundation. Mm. So while I thought I was doing one thing in the nanny industry, I actually learned from and met amazing people like Angela Johnson, Kimberly mm. Brown, Heather Pence, Simon Latif, Emily Luange, Alicia Wiles. There's all these amazing people in our community. Mirella Alexis, who does you know a lot in our Spanish community. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I met all these wonderful people. And the U.S. Nanny Association, in a nutshell, are volunteers who want to do something different, big, bold, to elevate elevate our community. And so that is hugely important to our story. I am one of over a dozen people who are committed to, to do at least 10 to 15 hours of volunteer work a month. And these board of director members, and there's more than what I've listed, also have committees of other people who are volunteering time every month. And so this is the core of the story. It's nannies. It's nanny agency owners. It's educators. It's people who are leading great things in the communities like this podcast who are actually using platforms to bring us together. And that's what the U.S. Nanny Association is. Yes, and I I love that, and I love um, that we work in a, a profession where I mean I know Angela just off the top of my head has approximately one million projects that she's doing. So um, the fact that you know she finds time and that this is so important to her is just amazing. It's amazing work. And that's what the U.S. Nanny Association is. It's a platform. And how I envision it was different than how she envisioned it, which is different how other people envision it. And that's what it's for. It's a gift to our industry to say, hey, look, this is a platform we can use to bring each other together. So now let's talk about what do we do? How do we do that? Because that's a bold statement, right? It is. It is. We want to find the three or four million nannies out there and bring them together, right? Right. And people have tried this and it's hard. So how are we going to try to do it? Um, first and foremost, we have an amazing social media team. A shout out to Alicia, Kat, Val, and Mandy because they do five posts a day, every day mm -hmm. on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. And our goal there is to motivate and educate. So please join us on those platforms. In addition to social media, we publish an article every week from an industry expert. We have a webinar every week, and these webinars can be on child development. They can be nannies sharing stuff with other nannies. Uh, one week, we had a professional leadership coach who came in and told us about leadership styles and feedback and how to grow ourselves and be self-aware. Um, and then we take all these resources, in case you miss them, we, and we put them in our online digital library. And we love that our digital library already 
has over 15 video webinars and over 50 resources and articles. And wow. so if you're a nanny looking for, to answer a question, how do I update my resume? Do I need a LinkedIn profile? What are some example interview questions I can prepare for? Oh my goodness, this family is rye. What in the world is rye? <laughs> Uh, you can go in if you're a U.S. nanny member and go in and see all those resources. Uh, there's a section on special needs. And yay, I'm so excited. There's a section that's in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Which, yes, that is such an important aspect of, of uh, our community is that we have so many Spanish speakers, which is wonderful. Um, and a lot of times, yeah, the resources uh, don't reflect that. So I'm, I'm so excited that you have a section in Spanish. And so let's talk about membership. Yes, it's $25. And we take that money and we use that $25 individual membership fee to pay for local events where we want nannies to come together in local communities and have four or five people who, who learn about the U.S. Nanny Association and they get coffee and they help each other out and have local meetings like mock interviews, which is one of the events we're hosting in Chicago. And that's coming up. Yes. We have a we have a meeting in New Jersey where some of the New Jersey and New York Metro nanny agency owners are going to get together and talk about how to grow and help each other in those markets. And so the individual fees pay for the coffee and the, the, the meals and snacks that bring us together. And we set it at $25 because the contents and the resources of that digital library are worth it. Mm -hmm. But we don't want cost to be a barrier. We genuinely want to welcome everybody into our community and have enough money to pay for what we need to pay for because nobody makes money off of this, but still keep it affordable so that everybody can feel comfortable saying, hey, look, I'll get way more than $25 out of joining this association. Right. Yes. So if there is someone that's listening that um, can't afford that right now are are there ways to like apply for scholarships or anything so for the $25 you know you can ask your nanny employer mm, you can kind of go to your family and friends and say hey can, can we join this together now if there's a group of people who come together and they're all going to join we can talk about it but at $25 we really think it's affordable so we don't really do sales and discounts right However, International Nanny Training Day, which is coming up, I encourage everybody to find one in their local community in April. There's a lot of those events that are doing giveaways. A lot of agency owners are doing giveaways of memberships. So that it's definitely out there if, if you're motivated to find something like that to help you get into our group. Wonderful. Yes. And I, I agree that asking your nanny family uh, to to give you access to all of these wonderful resources is a great idea because to the, you know, to them, it might not feel like that much, whereas it might feel like a lot to you. So that's a great route to go. If you're, if you're feeling like $25 would be quite a bit for you is to ask your nanny family. Cause I bet that they would love to help in that way. Cause then you, you are providing the best care, best practices for, for taking care of their children. And the U.S. Nanny Association isn't just for nannies. We've got nanny agency owners. And I will tell you, there are a lot of families that are joining our association because mm -hmm. in that digital library and on our social media, we post resources for employers. Right. There's 
there's a resource called the ultimate guide on how to hire a nanny that goes it, it's 13 chapters and 30 plus pages that helps educate employers on what is the process what does it mean to pay on the books why is a background check is important here are some example questions that you can ask your potential nanny and so if you're a nanny who's employed right now with the family go to them and you can say hey look this US Nanny Association has resources for you it has resources for me for 25 bucks you can get your resources and if you cover my 25 bucks I can get resources because it doesn't matter whether you're a mom a dad or a nanny if you want to understand what Reggio Emilia parenting philosophy is and how it differs from Montessori or you want to say hey what milestone should my 18 month be doing versus my toddler right or right. sorry my preschooler those child development and child care tips work for everybody very true very true and yes i know so many uh nanny families that um are consistently asking me questions and about things like that um and also nanny families that when their friends start having children are like, hey, Martha, help this family know how to get a nanny. So it would be wonderful to have a place to point them um, that has, you know, 13 pages already done so that, <laughs> so that I, can, I can help facilitate but not have to walk them through the entire process. That's wonderful. And, and let's be honest, nanny families are usually undereducated on how to be employers, on how to support a nanny when they transition into a role. So we can talk about nanny orientations and trials. They may not have the right expectations between a nanny, a sitter, and a household management. Mm -hmm. And when you're a nanny interviewing, it's such a delicate time that it's easier to provide them with a resource that can right. help them. So it comes from a respected association rather than the nanny having to educate that family. Right. And what yeah. And what I'll share is the resources in the digital library. When you remember, you can actually download them and then have a copy and email them. And so that's very different than trying to send them a link. Now you can also send them a link. We've got stuff like that too, but it really is powerful to say, here's, here's a service I'm providing to you as a tool to help you be better as an employer and as a parent. Yes, sort of like when uh, we are working with kids and we put on a timer for turn sharing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then when the timer goes off, it's like, well, it wasn't me. I'm not making you share the timer. <laughs> sort of like that. It's like, it's not me telling you that you have to pay me on the books. It's this really, uh, this nanny association. <laughs> yes, and every day that we grow, it, it's wonderful to see how many organizations are joining us. Yeah. So in addition to the individual membership, which we keep pretty low, we also want any agency owners, uh, payroll companies, uh, child product businesses to join us as well. And so I'm going to share for $325, these agencies, businesses all join us. They get a link on our website, but if they're experts in taxes, experts in payroll, they're also the resources that we're using to do our webinars. And we're going to share you their educational resources, mm -hmm. and they're going to give us their best of the best that we can put in our digital library. So it's not just who our volunteers are finding as experts. We actually have businesses and, and education in our industry who are coming to us and realizing again it's a platform that as long as we're educating and serving we can use it in a powerful way yes 
I, yes, I love that. So if a nanny um, or family or a business is listening, um, what are, what are next steps? What should they do if they, if they want to find out more and, and how to join in all of that? Absolutely. To find out more, hit any of our social media channels, U.S. Nanny Association. Our website has tons of information. It's usnanny.org. And everywhere on the website, it says click to join. And that will take you to an online payment, your 25 bucks. Um, right now, it's a manual website because we don't have a lot of money to make it truly automated. But within 24 hours, 24 hours, you'll get your welcome, then you can link in and access the members only pages that have additional resources, uh, including the digital library, but we also have a scholarship you can apply for that focuses on our standards and credentials. So you get additional resources beyond just the uh, digital library. Wonderful. Tell me more about the standards and credentials. Yeah, so one of the big questions is, how is the U.S. Nanny Association different from whatever is out there? And it's a smart question. Mm -hmm. The first way we're different is we are anchored in fact-based education, and that's how we serve our community. So the U.S. Nanny Association compiled a group of experts across our industry, and they wrote what we call the National Nanny Standards. This is vital for our industry because so many people define things in different ways. If it's not part of the standard, it's a babysitter. I love babysitters. They have an important role in, in our, in our childcare environment and in our economy. Then we defined what we called the basic nanny standards. And these are on the website at usnanny.org. You can see them, you can download them, you can print them. It's broken into seven categories and it clearly defines the knowledge and skills that a basic nanny should possess to be successful. Mm. We also have the professional nanny standards. And this is going to differentiate basic from professional. And that's a, an area that our industry really struggles with. Right. We have these standards. They're out there. Download them and you can look at them. And it allows nannies in our industry to build the career they want. Do they want to be a sitter? Do they want to be a basic nanny? Do they want to be a professional nanny? Build the career that's right for you. And then the U.S. Nanny Association is different because we have a comprehensive credential program. And when I say comprehensive, it requires more than one thing. It requires for the basic credential program, you must be 18 years old. You must have at least one year of paid and documented childcare experience. Hmm. You must have CPR and first aid. You must have taken 20 clock hours or three semester credit hours of childcare training. And then you have to pass an exam that says you know and understand the basic national standards that were published. So it's not what are we going to test you on? We're absolutely testing you on those published standards. And what this provides the nanny industry, it provides clear, concise definition of what a nanny is, and it provides a credential just like other professional trades. It's not just work experience or just training. It's all of that. And yes, CPR and first aid is required. And so it's leveling up the nanny industry to be on par and mirror exactly what happens if you're a nursing assistant, exactly what happens if you're working in the plumbing trade, so that when you say you're a nanny, it stands for a professional trade. Yes. And that is, um, or it can be a huge issue. I, I know I see on the nanny groups all the time, people saying, you know, my 
mother-in-law teases me all the time that, you know, nanny is not a profession. Well, of course it is, but this is a, a really wonderful way to, um, help give oomph behind that and to, to standardize and, and credential, uh, the profession that we, we all know and love and to differentiate between, you know, a babysitter and a basic nanny and a professional nanny. I, I really love that. And, and you're not required to do these credentials, but when right. your mother-in-law says something about you being a professional nanny, you can turn around and say, yes, I'm a professional nanny. The U.S. Nanny Association gave me the professional nanny credential. And in order to earn that, I had to be 21 years old. I had to have CPR and first aid training. I had to have three years of childcare experience. I had to do 50 hours of college level childcare training or six semester hours. And I had to pass like a hundred or 200 question exam that confirmed I am qualified. Right. right. And when your response is that, then it kind of starts changing the conversation, whether you're talking to your mother-in-law or you're talking to professional employers mm -hmm. or you're going to an agency and the agency says, hey, look, I don't know. It's a competitive market. What do you have that's different? Oh, I've got right. the U.S. Nanny Association PNCP. Oh, <laughs> you've showed a commitment to learning our trade, demonstrating our trade and being qualified in our trade. That's powerful. Yes. And, and when you say that you do offer scholarships for that, what, what are the costs associated with that? So the scholarship program requires that you be a U.S. Nanny Association member. So it's mm -hmm. 25 bucks for that. <laughs> and then the scholarships are essentially coming out of uh, the money we get from organization members. So as organization oh, members join for $325, we first pay our infrastructure costs. And, and I'll be honest, we would love to upgrade our website. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, but, you'll get there. <laughs> but we also take any overflow money we have, because again, nobody's making money off of this. Any overflow money we have, we put into scholarships. Wonderful. So you have to be a member, and then you have to apply for the scholarship, and you do have to show a financial need. Because we want to support the people who are committed to bettering themselves, are committed to our industry, are committed to their career, and would really benefit with a financial boost. If you have the financial resources, we hope that you just invest in your career as, as a professional. Great. If you were to go that route of just investing, or if you talk to your nanny family and they're happy to pay it for you, um, what, are, what are those costs? Absolutely. It depends on whether you're doing the basic program or the professional program. Mm -hmm. The basic program is 75 bucks and you have the option, you're not required to, but you have the option of taking a review class. Mm. The review class was written by the people who wrote the exams. It's, it's a little bit dry because the review class just goes from standard to standard to standard and it follows that format and it teaches you what you need to know. But let's say you invested in a career in newborn care specialist. Mm -hmm. You want to take the exam, but you're missing a couple of the other pieces. That review class can give you the opportunity to use your 20 hours of newborn care training for the requirement of training, but then you can get the review class if you need it to fill in some of the gaps. So as a nanny, you're still in control of whatever training you want to do for your career, but you can also have the confidence that you also aren't missing any gaps if an employer is expecting it. Right. 
Right. And the credential program for the professional is $295. And the reason that these costs exist is not to make money. It's because we actually have to do two things. We have to pay for a person to go through all of your documentation and confirm you're 18 years old, confirm your work experience, confirm that you've submitted your high school transcript, or confirm that you've submitted your training, whatever's required. And that's just people working. Right. And then the second thing we do is the online exam is actually proctored virtually. So you can take it on your computer, but we have to pay a company to, to make sure you're not cheating. And so that's <laughs> yeah. where those costs come from. It's not anything other than we're trying to get that program up and running. Wonderful. That makes complete sense. And what qualifies as um, for those training hours? Would attending um, the INA conference or Nanny Palooza qualify? Absolutely. So for the basic nanny credential, it's 20 hours. And you're, we don't care what the 20 hours are. It can be International Nanny Association Conference. It can be International Nanny Training Day. It can be Nanny Palooza. It can be childcare.com classes. It can be any class that gives you a certificate of completion and has your name, the class name, the date, and who taught it. We're going to go ahead and say 20 hours of childcare training. Wonderful. And again, it's to reduce the barriers because we want people to invest in their careers. Mm -hmm. The professional level is different. The professional level, we want to make sure that your educated, your training is by qualified educators. So now this can't be anybody, right? Mm -hmm. It can't just be a nanny training a nanny. It needs to be a college faculty member training a nanny. It needs to be an expert training a nanny. So for the 50 clock hours or the six semester hours, it has to be from a licensed post-secondary educational institute because we need the quality of those 50 hours or six credit hours to be confirmed. So that requires a transcript, not just a certificate of completion. So your local community college often has online classes you can take that are extremely affordable. Uh, and then there are other programs out there that meet this Department of Education requirement to say it's quality training, not just um, industry training. Wonderful. That makes complete sense. <laughs> a lot of people thought about this. Yes, <laughs> um, and, I can and I, tell. I'd like to say that, you know, we invented the wheel. We didn't. We didn't. All we did is we looked at the nursing industry. We looked at, honestly, we did look at plumbers. We're like, uh -huh. that's a respected trade. Those people make 60 bucks an hour. How do they right. get that level of, of credibility and oomph? And so we looked at other career schools. We looked at other career credential programs. We looked at other career paradigms. And that's all we did. We copied it from them because we want nannies to be a professional trade like others. So let's use what they did and just apply it to where we are. Yes. Yes. That makes total sense. I, I love this, uh, this for our industry. I love, uh, the possibility of, of standardizing and, uh, credentialing yourself. Um, if you choose to go that route, I also love that you can continue to exist without it, but it does, it does really offer, um, legitimacy and um, something to back up when you say, I'm a professional nanny. You can be like, here, this is how. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I really do uh, love that. Wonderful. Yes, all of that sounds uh, so good. And I'm, I'm excited for nannies to go check that out at usnanny.org. Um, 
what is on the horizon? What are some upcoming really exciting things uh, that the U.S. Nanny Association is, is doing? Well, we are super excited because we've added two new board members, uh, Stephanie McGraw and Robert Hooten. And we're not really sure because they're new, but they're in the process of working how as our volunteer general counsel and director of ethics, and Robert is our government affairs director, they are building a platform and coming up with ways to work not just in our nanny community and with families and agencies, but what can we do within the structures of Washington, D.C., as well as state and local governments. Mm. And so Stephanie is already knee deep into this. She's a mom. She's had all pairs and nannies. And she has recently started reviewing big legal cases that impact our industry. Uh, most recently, you may have heard about the all pair uh, law case that came down. And so mm. in her role, she's going to look at what's going on in the court cases, what's going on from a legal point of view, and really be able to assess, understand, and educate us in the industry, as well as talk about opportunities where we may or may not be able to have conversations that can impact what's happening legally in our industry. So we are super excited that Stephanie has joined our board. Wonderful. Can you tell us just a little bit in case somebody doesn't know about the Appair case, what yeah. that involves? Just yeah. a little. So a little bit and, and definitely Google it, but the All right. Care, the All Pair case is really making sure that that cultural exchange program, which brings people over from other countries to work 40 hours a week and then take cultural classes to learn about living in the United States is working correctly. Mm -hmm. And that all pairs are not being used beyond the legal employment standards that are set for them. Wonderful. And so learn more about that case. So she's going to be keeping an eye on court cases and things that happen. And, and I'm so excited because I've never had somebody who's going to kind of bring that forth to us and help us learn about what's happening. Yes, and I love that it takes us from this passive of like whatever the lawyers and the judges decide to a more active like this is what's happening and, and these are things that we can potentially do about it. Right. And what do we need to learn from it? As things right. change or laws happen, you know, Stephanie can help us say, hey, this is going to affect us this way, or this is what we can do, or what we all struggle with this, in this industry is what laws are really enforced and what laws are not enforced. Mm -hmm. And how do we manage that? So she is a resource who is ramping up and she's already reviewing stuff and coming up with great ways to kind of support our community. And I'm also excited that Robert Hooten is also coming on board. He's on board as our Director of Government Affairs. And Robert has experience in educating congressmen on the importance of training for EpiPens for those who have mm -hmm. life-threatening allergies. And he's taking his network of congressmen in Washington, D.C., and his network and relationships and working for advocating on EpiPen training, especially for children with allergies. And he's come on board, and he wants to help educate and use those resources to help us have a voice and help congressmen know, yes, nannies are here. Yes, we're a respect respected profession. Yes, this is what we want you to know about our industry and how we're managing and growing in our industry. And so he's building up programs and using his experience to say, hey, look, we probably need a voice uh, representing nannies in D.C. And, and I think this is the first time any association has had a voice dedicated to nannies, dedicated to talking to our government leaders. That's wonderful. That's so exciting. And I, I'm um, excited to hear more about where that goes since it's, it's also new. 
it's so new and so we're gonna have to give him some runway to figure it out and you know we're an organization built on volunteers and the 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 thing I'm most excited about, most impressed about, is how many volunteers are coming in and saying, I'm interested in doing this. Can the U.S. Nannies Association be a platform? And for the most part, the answer is yes. If we can find people who know how to represent us in, in D.C., fantastic. If you're in Indianapolis and you want to have a local event and find nannies in your area, fantastic. If you want to have professional development education, come to our webinars. We're going to definitely have that for you. And and so my biggest joy in the last five months of launching this is seeing how many people are volunteering and being a part of this because that's what it thrives on and how many things that are happening that I wouldn't have thought of because it's not my association. It's not Angela's association. It's not Emily's association. It's not even your association. It's our association. And to see that come to life and people dedicating their time and volunteering, it, it genuinely brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And I, I hope for people, um, for anyone listening, uh, that, that you'll consider how, how your voice could help amplify all of this and how, how your strengths could bring strengths to our nanny community. I really love the idea because it can be, our industry can be so isolating. Um, you know, you, you show up and you're, sometimes inside a house for 10 hours, you know, hopefully you're getting outside, but sometimes with weather and things, you're inside a house for 10 hours and it, it can feel like you're by yourself fighting these um, little, little battles <laughs> alone and, and you don't have to. Um, so whether you come to the U.S. Sandy Association from a place of, I want to learn more or, um, hopefully growing into a place of, I have something to offer. And I'll tell you, I start my day uh, on the U.S. Nanny Association Facebook page because we have a morning quote. Mm. So whether you've been a nanny for 25 years and you have tons of experience and you're looking to see what's new or you're new in the industry, there's usually a motivational quote that says, hey, look, I got this. I'm not alone. Uh, there's also a question that we kind of do every day. So if you're looking for that little bit of peer-to-peer -peer engagement, we definitely want to provide that for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you are listening and you want to find out more, I have already linked in the show notes, uh, the U.S. Nanny Association, uh, usnanny.org. So the link is down there. All you have to do is click on it um, to, to go see the website and see what you can get out of it. Um, and then also um, please follow on Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, Twitter and Instagram, all the social media. Um, it, it's, it's worth it, uh, to make those, those social media places, uh, helpful to you. Um, when they, they often can, can be even more isolating sometimes. So I, I love that there's this, this place within there that's a community and where everyone is welcomed. We are so excited to welcome everyone and, and, not nannies, but 
nannies and newborn care specialists. We actually have a group of doulas that have become active recently uh, in our platform asking questions uh, for when doulas then hand it off to the newborn care specialist who then hands it off to the nanny. We've got nanny moms, nanny dads, we've foster parents. It's becoming a community and it's so exciting because we're, you never know who you can meet. Yes. Lovely. Um, well, we end each episode with a cute, uplifting story. And I, I love uh, the, the idea of our uplifting being that literally our community is uplifting one another um, by, by all, the, all the volunteers and people that are pouring their time into this. Um, I also want to share that um, right now at at my job, I'm, I'm working with, um, two it's, I'm in a nanny share and it's two kids that are, that are right around two years old. One is already two years old. One will soon be two. And just the, the vocabulary bloom that has happened of late, um, and how they pick up on things so quickly. So I got a text yesterday from one of my nanny families that that child was not in the nanny share yesterday. Uh, she was at home with her mom and her mom texted me and she was like, did you teach her boom shakalaka? <laughs> because she's been dunking a basketball and saying boom shakalaka and I love it. And I was like, yes, that, that was me. I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just love this idea that um, even, you know, silly phrases like that, uh, that, that we are teaching, are teaching these kids so, so much and they're, they're sponges and they, they really do soak it all up. And, um, you know, that's a silly example, but also they're, they're learning uh, to, they're naturally saying please and thank you. Um, and it's not something that I, I've specifically or any of us have specifically been telling them to do, but we've been modeling it and, and just modeling it is really um, working wonders. Uh, so from, from please and thank you to boom shakalaka, <laughs> um, what you model, you will, you will see reflected back at you. And I, I just think that's lovely. And that is so wonderful. And that's what is so amazing about, you know, nannies in our childcare industry is the power and the connection you can have with a child. And I will forever remember my very first live-in nanny um, because she was a college student as well. And she was doing a sign language as her major. Mm. And I loved the fact that she was teaching my little guy, you know, she was kind of <laughs> newborn to toddler ages as well, what you're kind of talking about. And she was doing so much sign language with him that they had their own language it oh. got so advanced I didn't know what they were talking about I knew the usual more milk whatever but she was signing with him at such an early age and, and he doesn't really remember it now but that was such a great thing and it made her job so wonderful and it helped my family and my child so much that I'll never forget that skill that she brought to our family. And she loved talking about me behind my back, you know, <laughs> She'd be like, look, mama dropped it on the floor. I, you know, I have no idea what they were saying, but you know, the look in her face that went with her signs and then my little son would just giggle and it's so much fun to help them learn language and expression. It is. It is. I, I, I really have a blast every day um, at work now. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, I was before, but just hitting that, that language bloom is, is really 
um, the start of one of my favorite ages. Um, yes. And, and the expression, you start learning what they love, you know, pumpkin pie mm-hmm. yummy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's been, it's been so fun to like see as they, um, like which songs they want to play. Cause they both have, um, like, a, I'm not going to say them so that I don't set off um, people's, <laughs> but you know, the, the robots, the house robots, and they, they both have different ones in their house and, and seeing they, they can't set them off yet, but they try and yeah. seeing like which songs they request and which songs, um, <laughs> you know, are like, no, 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 not that one today. I want wheels on the bus, you know, things yeah. like that. It's so fun to, to watch their autonomy grow too. Can you program them so they're not allowed to play Baby Shark? (laughs) I wish. Um, I I don't know. Maybe I should look that up because it's coming where they they will be able to turn it on with their own voices. Um, Right? That is so so wonderful. Thank you so much, Martha, for sharing, you know, your life as a nanny and all the things that you're doing. It's wonderful. Yes. And thank you for taking time to talk to us about this this really wonderful – resource but also community um to to go look in and be a part of i i love that um there is a place that um there are very very few barriers to (laughs) to belonging to um and and i i really um am excited to to be a part of it myself and, and thank you for this opportunity to share kind of who we are, what we're trying to do. Uh, we are only five months old. And so it's amazing right. to see what's been happening so quickly. And people are like, you know, what's in the future? And the answer is, I don't know. It's up to the <laughs> members and the volunteers. Uh, you know, this could become whatever people want to make it. And that is nerve wracking, but mostly incredibly exciting. Yes. Wonderful. Well, be sure to click the link down in the show notes and uh, we will see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. The Chronicles of Nannia is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nannia and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.